now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back yet again, a brand new week. It is Monday and things are already going crazy. Trying to get used to some of the new setup we got. If you notice, we've got a new microphone. Don't know how that's going to sound. It sounds kind of echoey on my end. And that is probably how it's going to turn out on uh, on the podcast here when you listen to it. So just ignore that part. We'll get that hammered out. We're, we're just testing it as we go, trying to figure it out. We've got some soundproof and we got to put it in here and all that kind of stuff. So it helped because, see, this mic is like, it, it's so powerful and sensitive that it uh it was picking up on uh it's picking up on everything when the cheap 20 dollars mics we chinese mics that we were using um they didn't pick up much so you didn't get as much echo but we're going to work with it see what we can do and uh fix some of that issue i bet you know what i bet i got an idea nah i'm not gonna do that yeah let me try hang on no hang on i got an idea All right, let's see how that sounds. That sounds a little better. Ooh, oh, I like it. I like it. You, you, you want to be honest with you and tell you what what we have in here is actually just a giant blanket in front of me, and that keeps the the echo down a little bit. It's still there, I can tell, but. We'll figure it out as we go. Just know this mic's sensitive, so if I fart during the show or like, like you can even hear me rubbing my face. So it's gonna be a little weird. Uh, we'll get it figured out though. Uh, off the top, Vapor Forge. I want you to make sure and check those guys out if you have not. They are located at. Uh, 4673 Highway 280 East, right here in Birmingham. Phone number 205-874-9010. Proud sponsors of this show, so make sure you get with them for all your vaping needs, your CBD needs, your Delta 8 needs. They got you covered. They have a wide, wide selection. I actually took P. Diddy up there um, yesterday, and they've got this setup inside the shop where... Um, They've got all these retro toys and video games and different stuff. It's almost like a like a 90s museum almost. All this stuff from people my age, from our childhood, it's all up there. And then they've also got Pokemon cards lining the whole uh, trim, like above the ceiling, or right there at the ceiling. And uh, Peyton was in awe because he's a Pokemon guy. He collects the Pokemon cards. So he likes to go up there just to check that stuff out. He doesn't vape. He does not vape. He just likes the Pokemon cards. All right, so a lot going on as of late. If you have not been watching the news, you've missed quite a bit. 
We have another uh, officer-involved shooting that has gone down uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, I believe, is the name of this place. And it is a bad time for that to happen because the Derek Chauvin trial and the murder of George Floyd is currently going on. And I I don't really know what the timeline on that thing is because I hadn't been watching it too closely. Um, But that should be coming to a close very, very soon. Now, just to talk about the George Floyd stuff, um, I suspect that this officer might get off uh, these charges because of the charges themselves and how brazenly uh, they charge this officer. Most of that has to do with um, public pressure, I feel like. Uh, and he may not. He may be convicted of, of one or all of these charges and spend the rest of his life in prison. I don't know. It's just my assumption. It has been my assumption since the beginning that Derek Chauvin is uh, is going to walk away from this without the um, full weight of justice bearing down on him. But that's neither here nor there. This is separate from what happened uh, just over the past, I guess, 24 to 48 hours. This happened... Uh, Sunday, which today is uh, uh, April 12th, so this happened April 11th. Uh, Dante Wright is the guy's name. He is stopped by police there in Brooklyn Center, and they uh, approach the vehicle to talk to him about an expired tag and some other things. Uh, once they find out who he is, and I, I'm, I'm still gathering details on this whole thing, they knew that the guy had gun charges and escape charges that were stemming from past episodes, past events. And so if they had that information and in approaching the car, which I assume they do, they already knew that this guy was potentially dangerous. Okay, now just to give you the perspective, because I want to give you the perspective of both sides. That's the perspective from the police officer's side. It seems to be from the video, there's three people on the scene and two of them approach the car and one of them's kind of hanging back as, as backup. They know the guy is possibly dangerous, at least he has been in the past. So they approach with caution, try to talk to him and eventually pull him out of the car to handcuff the guy. And as they're doing so, uh, what happens like so many other times the suspect starts to resist arrest, starts flinging harms and, and trying to get away however possible to jump back in the car and then take off. Uh, at that point, in the eyes of, a, of the law, if you've got officers surrounding you and you jump in your car and smash the gas, that could be, depending on the position of the police officers, uh, assault with a deadly weapon or... Um, some sort of attempted uh, manslaughter or whatever. You know, there's a there's an array of charges, but nonetheless, he wrestles his way away from police, jumps in the car, and then goes to take off. Now, the officer that was hanging out in the back 
is uh, a female. There's two males and one female officer. She has pulled her pistol out and has it pointed at the suspect. She, according to what we're learning, thought she had pulled out her taser. And you'll see in this video, because I'm about to show you, and by the way, it's graphic, so beware. She seems to believe she has pulled her taser out in the heat of the moment and even calls out, hey, I'm going to tase him, going to tase him. She fires, and the bullet leaves the firearm, striking the suspect who then gasses it, drives just briefly down the street and crashes his car, and he's allegedly died from the one single gunshot wound from this officer. That's just an explainer on it. Now, we're going to watch the video, and we're going to see exactly what happens and kind of analyze this thing. Uh, and, and can I say, my, my intentions were not to talk about this. Um, obviously, it came up last minute, so we need to discuss it, but I had an exciting show about how racist Joe Biden is and has been in the past. So we may have to do that tomorrow. I actually told a lot of people, I'm like, hey, I'm going to have a really good Joe Biden's a racist show tomorrow. And now everybody's like, what the crap? Anyway, here it is. Uh, this is the video footage provided by Fox 9. Uh, they actually, this is the live footage from the officer showing this. From the time we recorded this, they just showed this like an hour ago. This is the first time the public has seen it. Uh, this is the video and the press conference with, uh, I, I guess, the police captain or lieutenant. I'm not sure who he is. Maybe it'll clarify throughout the video. Uh, but this is how it went down in this press conference uh, and in that moment with uh, Deontay Wright being shot and killed. And as you see there, that is the end of the video. That is where the police officer shot. And for those of you listening to audio, you probably couldn't even hear the gunshot. But she said, taser, taser, taser. And any of you guys that have watched Arrest or even maybe some of y'all been involved in it, you know that there is fair warning from officers before they fire the taser. So that would lead you to believe that this officer, in fact, thought she had pulled out her taser. Now, this is the first viewing for the general public of the body cam footage from last night, and they are explaining what's going on and what they suspect happened, even though there will be an independent investigation going on. 
you turn the lights back on, please? As you can hear, the officer, while struggling with Mr. Wright, shouts, Taser, Taser, several times. That is part of the officer's training prior to deploying a taser, which is a less lethal device. That is done to make her partners aware, as well as the subject, that a taser deployment will be imminent. During this encounter, however, the officer drew their handgun instead of their taser. For informational purposes, we train with our handguns on our dominant side and our taser on our weak side. So if you're right-handed, you carry your firearm on your right side and you carry your taser on the left. This is done purposefully and is trained. As I watch the video and listen to the officer's commands, it is my belief that the officer had the intention to deploy their taser, but instead shot Mr. Wright with a single bullet. This appears to me, from what I viewed and the officer's reaction and distress immediately after, that this was an accidental discharge that resulted in the tragic death of Mr. Wright. I have asked the BCA to conduct an independent investigation into the shooting and death. Once they are completed, I expect they will submit their findings, independent of me, to the appropriate authorities, the appropriate attorneys that will that will look and review this case. As I hear the gasp from the press that is gathered there for this press conference, I can't help but think that uh, where is this shock? Where is this um, this 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 panic and this uh, this attitude of being so appalled when so many African Americans and young young black men are shot and killed in the streets of Chicago. Now, this happens on a daily basis, and not only are they not shocked by it, they don't even talk about it. Now, this is not to say that uh, that is more important than this situation, because both are the same thing. Both are resulting in the death of a, a human being, whether they're black or whatever. But it's the dishonesty of the press to uh, look at these situations and, and completely ignore the other. You can even prioritize it however you want. But they say nothing about the men and women and even innocent bystanders and even children that are killed by gunfire in some of our inner cities. It's absolutely disgusting. And it comes off is dishonest that's not the point on with this uh this press conference well i guess that was it <laughs> that was the end of it so he explains exactly what they saw through the body cam footage that this officer she thought she was firing her taser and not her gun and a lot of that would make sense because Think about how on edge a lot of these officers are, especially, especially in the state of Minnesota, where you're in an area where they've tried to, a, a state where cities have tried to defund the police and villainize you. You're watching cities and your state burn to the ground over issues like that. So it's a high pressure situation. I, now I say all that to say this, if this was a mistake of grabbing the wrong firearm and shooting because you thought it was a taser, then that is, unfortunately for her, going to be a very valuable mistake because she will likely be charged 
with murder. And this is the thing where cops have to understand, and I think most of them do, the risk that comes with that job. It's not just the risk of, of losing your life and not coming home to your family each and every night, but it is the risk of making a mistake and it, it, it being a mistake that costs you not only your job, but your freedom. And I think most understand that. There is a very fine line of doing the right thing and making a absent-minded mistake. Now, it'll be interesting to see once these... Uh, once, once these, these investigations get going and we get the results of some of those, if it was a situation where maybe the taser was on the wrong side of the belt, not saying it is, or it was, but he made the point to say, your firearm is on your, uh, dominant side. So if you're right-handed, your firearm's going to be on your right hip and your taser would then be on your left. I don't know if those are two different holsters that I would assume, since they're not even remotely the same shape, that only one would fit in the other. So it would seem odd for those two to be swapped uh, unless the holders, I don't know. I'm just, it's simply speculation and, and trying to think how you could make such a simple mistake if you are trained that your pistol is on your right side, but you grab the other one. Or, or your taser's on your left side, but you grab the other one thinking it was your taser. Nonetheless, very, very costly mistake, not just for her, but for the family of, of um, uh, Dante Wright. Now, another important thing to note is this, and people will get upset with me talking about it, but it's just a fact of the situation. And it comes out, it turns out to be the one common denominator, the one consistent factor in every one of these shootings is resisting arrest and fighting with police. Should it be a death sentence? Absolutely not. It should not. Unless you, in fact, threaten the officer's life, which in a lot of these cases, these officers probably feel that way because they don't know if you've got a gun under the seat or whatever. But resisting arrest every single time this happens now if you just get your information from the media don't watch the video or anything like that you would think police officers walked up to an unsuspecting person sitting in their car and shot him that's the way we paint these things but just as this officer made a very costly mistake Dante Wright made a very costly mistake as well and just like the police officers know that if they make that mistake, it could cost them the, their lives. Dante probably knew the same thing. That if I fight with these officers, I may either get shot or I may get away. And he likely decided in his mind, I'm willing to take that chance because I don't want to go to jail or whatever. And it did ultimately cost him his life. Because in every single one we see and that is the common denominator every single time now there's a broader discussion and we may have this on another podcast about what we need to do to speak to certain members of society who feel the need to fight with police no matter what color they are and try to get it through to them that their life is not worth it 
whether that's they attack an officer and get shot or a mistake happens and they get shot and just comply with officers so you can then be on your way. There is a much bigger discussion that has to be had about how we talk to people about that, whether that's black people or whoever. Let them know your life is worth more than a scuffle with police. Your life is worth more than a couple of criminal charges because you can all you can go to jail, but you can always get out and turn your life around. Once you're shot and killed, the opportunity to turn your life around is over. That's it for you. You're dead. But that's the situation we have here yet again. Again, investigations going on. We will, in fact, see what happens. But the obvious thing ensued in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, afterward got out that this young man was shot and killed by police. And that is looting and riots. Breaking into stores, uh, attacking police vehicles, attacking police precincts. You know, the normal stuff you do when you stand up for justice. and You know, you're standing up against police brutality so you end up going getting a new pair of Jordans and uh, NBA 2K at the GameStop duh and of course you gotta have something to drink that night so you stop by the liquor store Uh, there are plenty of videos online on Twitter showing some of this now this is gonna have plenty of language in it I'm sure and I haven't even watched all of them but I wanted to show you a few and let's see what we got here. This one is oh, O'Reilly's. I tell you, if I go to O'Reilly's or AutoZone or anywhere else, there's no way I can get in and out of there, just run in the store, grab a handful of stuff, and then get out and have, have been walking out with what I need. I have to really look around to find out what I need. So maybe these are people looking to make an extra buck by snatching up whatever they can and then go and sell it on the streets or you know sell it to the local mechanic i don't know but they're standing up for justice standing up against police brutality i need this i need this now does she sound does she sound like she's upset that a young man has just lost his life at the hands of a police that made a mistake. No, she sounds excited that someone was killed and has given her ex- an excuse to loot this store. That's what she sounds like. That girl is excited. Which is most of these people. That's O'Reilly. Here's a uh, here's a shoe store. Oh, this will be interesting. How many shoes can you fit in your bag? Now there's a Boost Mobile store next door. Why is nobody going over there? Oh, maybe they are. I see people climbing in the window now. This is fucking crazy. Mm, yeah, tell me about it. Look at them. This is pathetic. This This is absolutely 
pathetic. The people walking out of these stores are thugs. They're animals. And they are some of the worst society has to offer. Here's the police precinct there in Brooklyn Center. Police seem to be throwing flashbangs and, uh, I guess, tear gas towards the crowds. Because we've seen it before. We've watched these people literally attack precincts in, in the state of Minnesota and burn them to the ground. How about Sally's Beauty Supply? Let's check out what's going on there. Oh, imagine you're watching this and that's your mom walking in there. bunch of savage losers. I can't even find the right word to describe these people. They are exerting barbaric behavior. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is the liquor store. Now, I will be honest. I was interested to see what they didn't get at the liquor store. And I don't know why this is, but I noticed a ton of Bacardi still on the shelf. Different types of Bacardi. Something about those people in Minnesota, they don't like Bacardi. I don't get it. You see it there? It looks like they're even ripping signs off the wall. Unless they're grabbing overstock. Broken bottles and glass all over. Willing to cut themselves wide open in order to get their hands on some free liquor. And unfortunately, the sad part of this, none of these people will likely face justice. Conveniently, we're all forced to wear a stupid mask on our face. So here they are running around with mask and we'll face mask. no repercussions. Oh, look, look, look. They're in GameStop. It is Minneapolis for you, man. It's going up. It is going up. Look. Broke into GameStop, stealing some games. Maybe, maybe games for the kids for Christmas. A little early Black Friday shopping. You got a Hair Plus Wigs beauty supply. Five below. What else we got? CVS. Ooh, let's see what's going on at CVS. They got the CVS. Maybe getting a little uh, COVID vaccine while I'm there. Bro. Trash all around. There's Foot Locker. Absolute animals. Little Caesar. Okay, what are you what are you doing at Little Caesar's Pizza? What exactly are you oh, going shit. to loot from Little Caesar's? Can somebody tell me? Little Caesar's, what the fuck? Yeah. What? What are you gonna? What are you getting? Frozen ingredients? You're gonna you gonna go make your own pizza? I don't get it. And don't get me wrong, I love Little Caesar's, and I do think that their sauces are a little too high because they're charging a dollar a piece for them. But if you think that price is high enough, they're being looted. Imagine what the sauces are going to cost at that particular location now. It's going to be bad. But because they charge a dollar, if I were a looter, I would get the sauces. 
specifically garlic butter and the cheesy jalapeno. Family Dollar, why are you why are we going Family Dollar with all the stores you have to choose from? Here's a gas station, here's a McDonald's. Over and over and over again. Just any store they can get their hands on, they're breaking into and just stealing is what seems like to be stealing just for the sake of stealing. Looting for the sake of looting. All in the name of justice. All because you feel you're not taken seriously. Or you feel like you're looked at as less human. Or less than another race. Well then why are you acting like that? This behavior makes people look less than. Of course it only... Uh, it only represents the people that are, in fact, in those stores and that are looting. They don't represent anybody else. They don't represent any other gender, any other race. But for those people in particular, this barbaric behavior makes you look like you're on the low end of the societal totem pole. You're acting like animals. And as you see here, there's people of all races involved in this. Opportunists that literally want to steal from others because they saw an opportunity. Has nothing to do with anything other than opportunity. Doesn't have anything to do with Dante Wright. Doesn't have anything to do with police. Doesn't have anything to do with Minnesota. It has to do with a bunch of... Of freeloaders because they're in there giggling and having a good time if they were that upset about what had happened last night they wouldn't have been having a good old time now I want to leave you with this because this is one of the best ones I saw you've got protesters that are facing off with police here and watch the one guy uh, he'll be in the bottom left corner of your screen he has a cinder block in his hands, or what looks to be a giant chunk of concrete. And then all of a sudden, a police fire what I assume are maybe pepper balls or whatever, and uh, hits the dude right in the face, right in the ear. Which we call play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You'll see him with the big piece of concrete. There he is. Oh, oh, police are shooting Look at him. Oh, ow, 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 that had to hurt. Ooh, that was bad. Man, that guy is hurting today. He is not. I wish this dude, I, I wish somebody could find this guy on social media and uh, uh, see if he's posted anything about his, his battle scars from yesterday. <laughs> that was too good. So, moral of the story. Twofold, threefold. Derek Chauvin trial going on, only inflaming what we saw last night and still going on today. A very tricky situation with a police officer who has allegedly shot a man because she thought she was firing a taser and not her firearm. And then the animals that are looting stores 
any and every store they can get to in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. All that will be continuing to go on for the days to come. Stay glued to your TV screen or your Facebook Live feeds because there's going to be plenty of it to watch. Or if you're like me, you're about tired of seeing it. It's absolutely disgusting. We're out of here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out as we always do. We appreciate it. Make sure you like, make sure you comment in particular on this video. And we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And until then, see you cool.